Good morning. Welcome to worship at First United Methodist Church in Martinsville, Virginia. Today is the first Sunday after Christmas. It is part of the 12 days of Christmas. Christmas is actually a season that lasts 12 days and ends on January 6th on Epiphany. So we are delighted because it means we get to sing Christmas carols and just fully enjoy this season. Thank you so much for worshiping with us this morning. Let us join our voices together in the call to worship. God of our Christmas joy, break forth, O beauteous heavenly light, and illumine our way to the paths you would have us tread. In the name of the Christ child, Emmanuel, we pray. Amen.
Let us pray together our opening prayer. O Holy One, heavenly angels spoke to earthly shepherds, and eternity entered time in the child of Bethlehem. Through the telling of the Christmas story, let our temporal lives be caught up in the eternal in that same child, that we might join shepherds and all the heavenly host in praising the coming of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. I'd like to ask for the attention of the children for the children's time. In today's worship service, we're talking about the shepherds, the shepherds who came to Bethlehem after Jesus's birth and told Mary and Joseph what the angels had told them about the baby Jesus, namely that he was the son of God. So in a way, the shepherds brought a gift. They brought the good news that had been told them. And when they leave, they leave sharing that news and praising God. There's a, a story by Max Lucado that talks not just about the gifts that the shepherds bring to the Holy Family, but also the sheep. And I just think it's such a sweet story. It's a story about how, how one of the sheep gets left behind and uh, all of the other sheep go with the shepherd to graze in the fields around Bethlehem but this sheep cannot go. And so the sheep uses its wool to keep baby Jesus warm. It's just a really charming story because it, it just reminds us, I think, that we all have gifts to give. We all have gifts to give the Christ child. One year when we had our stewardship campaign at, at a church that I was serving, we actually had people put their pledge cards in the manger. Um, we were doing it rather, the stewardship cam campaign rather late that year. And we just wanted to symbolize that uh, there are lots of different gifts that we give to Jesus. One of them, of course, being our support for the church. But we all have gifts that we can bring to baby Jesus, not just shepherds and not just sheep, but the gifts that come from our hearts. So as we prepare to enter a new year, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the gift that you have to bring to the Christ child, a gift that you can share of Christ's love in the world. Thanks. I'll see you next week. Will you pray with me as we prepare to receive the words of Scripture? Illuminating God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, reveal to us through the reading of these words, your word become flesh, living among us full of grace and truth. Amen. Our Old Testament lesson this morning is the 23rd Psalm. These words are familiar to many of us. If you'd like to say them with me, please do. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, 
thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen.
Our gospel lesson this morning is found in the second chapter of Luke's gospel, beginning with the eighth verse. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. I am constantly assaulted by images of shepherds, of which I am not quite so fond. When I was in seminary, one of my professors did a monologue, which portrayed the shepherds in Luke's nativity scene as a bunch of rowdy guys who couldn't believe what they had seen when the heavenly host appeared in the sky over their pasture land because they had been drinking. After the angels left, one shepherd turned to the other and said, um, Did you just see that? Yeah, did you? Then we ought to go see what this is all about, said a third. Not my favorite image of a shepherd. When I was serving the Gordonsville charge, I once took my brownie troop to the farm of one of the members of, of the parish. The new lambs had just been born, and we watched them play for a few hours. It was really, really funny. My parishioner also cut some wool off of the older sheep so that I could give it to the children that Sunday in children's time and talk about the images of sheep and shepherd. I was surprised that the children wouldn't take the wool. It stinks, one of them said. Gross! And it did stink as must have the shepherds who didn't have access to strong soap and running water. I was assaulted once again when I went to lunch for the first time at a wonderful restaurant in Charlottesville called the Shabin Restaurant, a, um, a South African restaurant, so delicious. But on their menu, they had shepherd's pie and underneath the menu item, as explanation, it said, we make our shepherd's pie out of lamb because everyone knows shepherds didn't herd cattle. Well, I was horrified. 
it never dawned on me that shepherds might feast on lamb. I assumed that all shepherds were vegans and I was distressed to be enlightened. Uh, another clergy person in our, our conference when I shared that story said, well, maybe the shepherding imagery isn't meant to be comforting then. Maybe it's a warning. Well, what's hard about that is later Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. He will talk about his sheep knowing his voice. He will talk about the good shepherd's willingness to lay down his life for his sheep as a shepherd lay across the gate of his sheepfold to keep his flock safe from unsa unsavory characters who might enter. There is comfort in that, but I, I guess there's warning as well for how does one live in the face of such love? The shepherds on that first Christmas morning went to Bethlehem and found the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger just like the angels had said. Maybe they weren't the most savory of characters. Maybe they were somewhat under the influence and argued whether they had, about whether they had seen a hundred angels or, or a thousand. Maybe they did smell of, of sheep dung and oily wool and dried grass and wild geranium, a scent that would have arrived before they did. But they were the first to be told what had happened and they came to where the child was to be the first heralds, to tell Jesus' parents what had been told them concerning this child, that this baby is the Lord. And maybe that's how it often is. God speaks to us in the ordinary, in the familiar, through unsavory characters sometimes, through people who do life's dirty work. It's scandalous, but so is Christmas. If God is willing to become a helpless, vulnerable baby, one never knows what surprises God will come up with next. Barbara Brown Taylor writes this about this narrative, that we don't hear anything about the shepherds after that, but, but she said, I keep wondering what it was like for them later back in the field. How could they ever take the sky for granted again? Night after night, that memory must have been haunting, the light and the faces and the voices and the sign. How do you forget something like that? And so year after year, they must have waited for it to happen again or wondered why it did not, but it was always there, the possibility that heaven would break open and spill angel, angels all over the field again. Maybe that is why we come to the manger ourselves. Year after year, we go through the immense work of preparing for Christmas. We celebrate year after year. We greet the Christ child again and again. Maybe we, like the shepherds, are waiting for it all to happen again. The angels to sing, for God to be born, for our own unmistakable sign that it is all true. Like the shepherds, we watch the sky, remembering, hoping, looking for something lost or never found, waiting for more, waiting for better, for something outside our lives to come and redeem our lives so that we too will know exactly where we are supposed to go and what we are supposed to do. Like the shepherds, we watch the sky, but on Christmas, when our prayers are answered and heaven overflows, a peculiar thing happens. Looking up into the teeming sky, we find ourselves looking up at angels who are looking, of all places, down. 
looking down at us, looking up at them. And in that loaded moment, the crazy truth becomes clear that the whole time we have been looking to heaven for a sign, heaven has been looking to earth. That's what the story says, that the sign is not up in the stars, but rather down in the hay. The drool of, of, of donkey and oxen on the manger, where any common shepherd can see him. That is what happens. God joins humanity on Christmas Day, hallowing it. And from Christmas on, it's tough luck for those who crane their necks looking for God only in the sky, only in heaven, only on high, only in the church, only in clean and sacred things, only set apart from the mess and noise and bother of the world. That isn't the way that God has come to us. And maybe that is why the shepherds are part of this story. They weren't the cleanest of characters. They smelled bad. They had bad reputations. People were all the time wondering if the sheep that they were watching were really theirs, or if they'd swiped a few from some neighboring farm while moving from hillside to hillside, amassing a bigger and bigger flock as they journeyed. But it was to such as these that the angels spoke, and these who visited the Holy Family first. Perhaps the shepherds are in the story to remind us just how flesh and blood this story is, that God comes to us as hungry and helpless as the rest of us, as subject to gravity, as subject to heartbreak, as subject to stubbed toes, as subject to ordinary human doubt and delight a God whose humanity is no disguise, but the truth about who he is. God with us, God like us, God for us. Thanks be to God. Amen.
Let us now affirm our faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come again to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us pray as our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Oh, 
now may you go forth with joy to herald the good news like the shepherds did, that God has come to be one, one with us, one like us, one for us. Amen.